who are the top five teams in the NFL going into week four. We're also going to give you our takes on the NFL season so far. And Tom Brady returns to Foxborough to face the New England Patriots. Do not embarrass me, Matt. That's a, that's a whole line of process of thinking. Do not embarrass me. I actually have the Patriots winning this game because I, I just, Bill Belichick is going to prove to the world that his defense, his team, his way of thinking was the right way. And I'm telling you, man, they're going to win this game. Hey, man, you know we don't cuss in this podcast, but for me to properly give you what Bill Belch is going to be saying to, to different parts of his team. He's going to be talking to Matt Jones and say, F*** a Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of your life. <laughs> You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast. The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. I like to welcome each and every one of you for joining us. It can be morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time of day it is you're joining us. We just want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. My name is Oenyi, the one and only. I am joined by the phenomenal one, Chris. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. What's good, y'all? Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. But before we do, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. If you're checking us out on our website, newchannelsports.net, you can do it there too. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Also, see our wonderful faces there. Download the Roku app so you can see us on Afro Vibes TV. Also, check out our Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. We're also on The Lead. We're on their podcast network. Check us out there every Saturday. A new episode downloads. The last episode we have was magnificent. I think we're talking about Ben Simmons there a little bit, but check us out on The Lead as well. We're also joined by Big Low, who is not here today, but, you know, shout out to Big Low. He will be back eventually. Shall we get into the show, Big Chris? I called you Big Chris. (laughs) All right. So let's start off with headlines. It's time for. It's time for. Headlines. Headlines. First headline, Josh Gordon signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. This will be his, I believe, fourth team that he has joined um, after being reinstated. Um, for the sixth time back in January uh, of this year. Uh, what do you think about Josh Gordon joining the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, I'm happy for Josh and he's back in the league and the Chiefs just continue to add speed all over the field. Nicole Hardman, Robinson, the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, best tight end in the game, and Travis Kelsey, just a loaded team that just added another speedster. Yeah, they're going to have weapons all over the field with Josh Gordon there. He's actually on the practice squad initially, but we we do expect him at some point in the season to be on the actual team. Another player that has signed with a a football team, um, Richard Sherman, 
has decided to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady gave him a call. And you know, after Tom Brady gives you a call, you can't turn that down. And he decided that was the best opportunity for him to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm pretty happy for him that he's taking this opportunity, especially after what was going on with him in the offseason. But I'm really happy that Sherman has found the team with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm happy for Richard Sherman. He uh, he had a kind of a tumultuous offseason, but now he's in a position where he's with the Buccaneers and he's on a team that needs him. And that's really what's cool. Um, if you watch the first practice, you can see him coaching the DBs. There are a lot of young DBs on that team, and the good ones are injured. The ones, I shouldn't say the good ones, the more they have more NFL experience. So they bring in a guy like Richard Sherman, who has that NFL experience that can also help out. Just the whole DB room can help them out a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Happy for him. Uh, really anxious to see what he's able to do to help that Bucks team out on the defensive side of football. Also in headlines, the NBA has set out the rules for the unvaccinated players. It's pretty much the same sort of rules they had last year. Social distancing, limited contact with the vaccinated players, and this stuff like that. Um, do you have any opinion on this as far as the NBA and the rules towards the unvaccinated players, Chris? Well, we can all see this coming. This was coming for some time now. The NFL's NFL. The NBA has been really pushing for their players to get vaccinated. So you could tell that there was going to be some repercussion for the players that have chosen not to. Most notably, we know that Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins are not vaccinated. And that's because in those states, California and New York, um, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play the home game. So it's really interesting to see what happens for those two guys in particular. What happens if they, because you don't get game checks when you're out because of COVID, that's number one. I don't think either player is going to be hurting there. They both made millions upon millions of dollars in the NBA. But not being there for your team for home games, that that could be a problem. I don't think either one is going to go that long without getting vaccinated or some type of exemption is given to them because this right now, the situation is untenable. It can't work out this way. You can't miss half of the season because you're not vaccinated and you're missing home games. And plus, you're not just missing home games whenever you, so for example, whenever the Nets go out to the West Coast and play the, you know, the, the Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, they can't play there either. So that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna figure itself out sometime during the season. But that has been headlines. Now let's get into the meat of our show. Let's do top five shall we chris let's do it this is the top five presented by the new channel sports podcast so the nfl season just started we have a bunch of nfl teams you know jockeying for position and they're, they're trying to you know sort things out um a lot of teams have been playing really really good football what we're going to do right now is our new channel sports top five um nfl teams going into week four I'll let you start off, Chris, with number five. Go ahead and give you number five real quick. Uh, my number five, I wanted to start off with a team that's perfect. Um, they, there may be teams that the listener may say, how are you going to put this team at number five? But I'm very impressed by what I've seen. I'm going with my guy, Chucky, and the L.A. Raiders. They are 3-0, and and I'm proud of them, man. Coming into the season, looking at their schedule, they played the Ravens in week one. Even though they were at home, I just didn't anticipate them winning that game. And then the manner that they won it in overtime was dope. 
And then they won another overtime game last week versus the Dolphins, who kept fighting back and fighting back with Jacoby Brissett. And they beat the Steelers, who, let's be real, that was impressive in week two. But <laughs> at this moment, I don't know what the Steelers are. But I'm very proud and impressed with the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr, he's started off this season really well. And then they have Darren Waller, who is, in my opinion, the second best tight end in the NFL. He's right up there with the elite ones. You think of Mark Andrews. You think of Travis Kelsey. Darren Waller's right there. Very good player. The defense has been playing good. And then also, Jacobs has been injured. He played in week one. He was injured. He missed weeks two and week three. He is a bell cow running back, a guy that they're going to give the ball to when he's healthy. I really like the Raiders. Yeah, I can agree with you on that one. I think the Raiders are playing really good football right now. They're clicking on all senators. Derek Carr is playing at an elite level, and he has some weapons around him that he can really utilize. We all talk about Chucky. Chucky's a really good head coach. He gets the absolute best out of his players. The question with the Raiders right now is, can they consistently play at a high level? Can they continue to beat teams that they're supposed to beat? Because we've had previous season before where they kind of got off to good starts, played really well to the middle of the season, but then somehow, some way, they've fallen off the wagon and they weren't able to make that final push into the playoffs. I do believe that we're looking at a playoff team here right now. They're 3-0. and They lead the division. The Kansas City Chiefs are actually last in this division. But can they continue to gain that momentum and continue to play well? I think they can, but they have to prove it first. All right? So they're number five. Number four might be a little bit of a surprise to some people, but I have to put them in there. I'm very impressed with the football they're playing. The Dallas Cowboys. I know Lowe will be very, very happy to hear me say that. He'll probably have the number one knowing Big Low uh, as, as the best team in the league. But that Prescott is playing at an elite level, all right? The comeback play of the year, that's already locked. That is going to be Dak Prescott. I don't care what anybody says. It's over. The race is over. There's nobody else in this race. Dak Prescott is running against himself, right? For him to come back with the, from that horrific injury and to play as well as he's playing right now is magnificent i mean i'm seeing him go through his progressions staying solid in the pocket showing some great presence some great footwork and he's finding the players even when he makes a mistake it's like eh, not a big deal he knows what he made how he made that mistake and he just continues on from there and the running game has been pretty impressive to me too as well i, I like the way they're running the ball um, with ezekiel elliott and Tony Pollard, that two-headed, two-headed monster, and they can continue to do that, that's going to be a weapon that they have that other teams have not really found a way to consistently do. When you look at teams like Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Arizona, the, the Rams, they don't really have that power running attack that they do. The only other team I can look at is probably San Francisco. That That's like a something they really do on a continuing basis. But Right now, Dallas has everything. And then they, they arguably have the, the best one-two punch as far as wide receivers are concerned. When you have Amari Cooper on one side and you have Lamb on the other side. I mean, no, come I on, man. That. I mean, I arguably. I said arguably. I mean, you, might as well just, you might as well just put on the, the, the jersey, bro. Just go ahead and put on the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys jersey. I mean, you going in talking about they got the comeback player for sure. They have the ground and pound on the ground. Facts. They have I'm, the I'm just stating facts. Just put I'm on just, the jersey, bro. Just, go ahead. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never. But 
I have to give props when it's deserved. The team is playing well on the defensive side of the ball. That's where you might have a little bit of, of questions, but they're playing with confidence. They're out there um, executing their game plan and they know what they want to do. They don't look confused on the defensive side and they're playing solid. They have kind of a bend, but no, no break kind of thing going on with that defense. I like what I see with Dallas Cowboys. I have them number four. Okay. Um, and it's, I understand that as a Cowboy fan, you really appreciate your team. All right. So number three for me. Look at you. Uh, look at you. <laughs> no, but number three for me is this is going to be very controversial, and I don't care because I've been impressed with this player and this team since last season, and they've come this season, and they've really carried forward. And I'm going to shock you, and I don't care. My number three team is the L.A. Chargers. Oh, I very, you, said, you said L.A. at first. I was like, hmm. Oh, Chargers. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now the Chargers, man. And it's because of Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, uh, during the offseason, uh, I think it was Patrick Mahomes who's playing around of golf. And somebody said, Are you worried about Justin Herbert and the Chargers? He said, I believe it when I see it. Well, the Chargers showed them in week three in in Kansas City. And after the game, Patrick Mahomes was asked about it. He was like, well, I believe it. <laughs> I mean, you have to believe it. Justin Herbert is a good quarterback. And you talk about one-two punch. Uh, you have really who I believe is probably might be the most underrated player in the NFL in Keenan Allen. He might be the most underrated player in the NFL and probably top five in my life just as far as players. who's He's going to stop playing football. People are going to say, who's that guy to put up all those numbers? Who was he? And it's Keenan Allen, phenomenal player. And then Mike Williams on the other side is finally coming into his own as a number one pick out of Clemson. So big fan of that on the ground with Eckler as well. And then Bosa on the defensive side of the football. I mean, the way they got after Patrick Mahomes was incredible. Bosa was able to do it. The whole front four was able to do it. And then on top of that, you want to talk about another player in the NFL who is completely underrated, Derwin James. He's back. He's healthy. No one can stop. I almost called him Gronk. Nobody can stop Travis Kelsey, but you got to be able to slow him down a little bit one-on-one. And he's one of those players that can do that at times. And it's incredible. Love that Chargers team, man. Yeah, that Chargers team plays a lot of heart. Uh, they almost are emulating <laughs> Justin Herbert and the way he's playing. I, I can just tell the connection he has with Keenan Allen. Every time he throws a good pass, Keenan Allen, I just see him over there. He points to Herbert and says, good pass or something within that realm. It's great. Yeah. It's I mean, great. <laughs> when you're playing with a quarterback who is that talented and they get you open, it's great. Oh, and I, I saw I, – I don't know if it was the last game or what game it was, but Keenan Allen was making some tough catches, bro. Like he was, he was, someone was all over him, but he was still able to man up and get the catches. I, I like what I'm seeing there too. He's criminally underrated. We will see. We'll see. And, and Mike Williams has been balling. I mean, finally, he's finally, you know, I mean, you talk about both of our receivers. And I just talked about the wide receivers in Dallas. That arguably too can be, the best combination in, in football. Mike Williams, who's the number one receiver there? Who? It's who's number Keenan. one? Is Keenan it? Allen. Come on, man. Oh, it's not even close. Oh, Come man. on. It's Mike, Will- Mike Williams Allen. has been balling, bro. Keenan Allen has been doing this for years. I know. I'm, I'm, I know. No I'm talking about this no season. Way. This season, I think Keenan Mike Williams, Allen. you can argue that Mike Williams is the number one wide receiver there. You can argue. Nah. I'm, it's, it's definitely Keenan. Number two on the list. I know how much you love this team, Chris. I know you're in love with their quarterback and you just love this franchise in general. 
the Buffalo Bills, led wow. by Josh Allen. Wow. I think that they are the number two team right now in the league in our power rankings. Yes, they had a dud in the first week of the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they bounced back in their next two games, completely dismantling their opponents. Their defense is playing really, really good. Josh Allen is showing you why he could be considered as an MVP candidate. I like what I've seen over there in Buffalo. I think they will continue to continue to get better and, and go into the playoffs. I had a number two right now. So what you've essentially done is you you have made our top five, top five basically illegitimate, bro. Because don't, don't blame it on me. Because you know no, I blame you. You know I blame you. You know Buffalo. You know Buffalo. You know Buffalo's top five. You know Buffalo's top five. Yet you chose to put Josh Allen at number two over the Chargers. Are, the Chargers are not a top five team right now. They're good, but they're not top five. Come well, on, come on, bro. it's because it, we're doing power rankings. We're but not. They're, they're not. They're not power ranking right now. They're not top. Five I, I, I'll be honest with you. On a neutral field, if you ask me, pick the Chargers or pick the Bills. I'm taking the better quarterback, and I'm taking Justin Herbert. Ah, that's what I'm taking. You that's, saw what they did. That's to not the, the argument right now. We're, we're arguing top five teams. Power it's power rankings player. And right you now. Put, you put so, you're saying, so you're saying Buffalo's not top five team? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you're crazy. Uh, you're crazy. What they did in week one was a stinker. So I'm just not. Um, yeah. But number one, it's obvious. I don't think there's any debate here. It's the LA Rams. They look phenomenal. They actually have the real MVP candidate. He's the real MVP. And Matt Stafford, who looks like he's head and shoulders, going to win it so far three games in. So we have a small sample size. But the Rams look amazing. Jared Goff Goff is long gone. They ain't got to worry about him no more. And that's why, if you watch that video with uh, McVay running back to the locker room, he was like, bruh, let me get back there, bruh. Because he knows he doesn't have to do that much. He was running saying, I'm good. I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) (laughs) He's a runaway slave? What are you you trying to say? You're my screen. He looks so excited. Like, I'm good. Um, That team is loaded. Loaded. Um. And you talk about wide receiver core. They have another good wide receiver core there with Cooper Cup. Robert Woods hasn't gotten the passes he he needs, but you also have Jefferson there. You have uh, the deep threat. What's his name? Deshaun Jackson there. And then Tyler Higby there is a tight end. They're just loaded, man. That team is absolutely loaded. Definitely, definitely the number one team right now in the NFL. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. Um, I was looking forward to them playing against the Tampa Buccaneers. And they pretty much that game wasn't as close as the score indicated. All right. They went in there. Yeah, they went in there and they totally dominated. But they're not playing for the regular season. They're playing to get into the playoffs and they're playing to dominate in the playoffs. All they have to do is keep their key players healthy and get into the playoffs. And then we can see if they can make a playoff run to the Super Bowl. They are a Super Bowl pick, by the way, in case you guys didn't know, L.A. Rams. And then my other Super Bowl pick is the Buffalo Bills, who have a number two. So the new channel sports, top five. Both my Super Bowl picks are one and two so far, Chris. So just want you to know that. You know, I know you're listening. Okay, that, that's fine, bro. We're in week three. I don't know why you're celebrating. I'm, I'm not celebrating. Before. No, no, I'm no. no but I said it out. before the game. I did say before the game. I said the Rams are going to beat the Buccaneers in the regular season. Uh, that didn't surprise me that they beat them in the regular season. They can beat them in the playoffs too, man. They can. All right, we'll see. We will see. We'll see. I, I think the Kansas City Chiefs, right? That's a team that we haven't named for good reason. They cannot stop turning the ball over. 
But this early in the season, would you have expected them not to be a top five team? Uh, no, um, that, that that was surprising. And it's not just that. They're the worst team record-wise in the AFC West. Um, we definitely didn't see that coming. Um, it's just very surprising, which is why I do have the Chargers and the Raiders so high. Um, the Chargers played the Chiefs, the Raiders haven't yet. But it's just when you look at the, the both of those teams, Chargers and the Raiders, their quarterback play has been exceptional. When you think about the AFC, you think about Patrick Mahomes. But so far in the season, Derek Carr and Justin Herbert have been right there as far as their their level of play. So very impressed by those two guys. So Tampa Bay is a top five team. What team are you taking out to put Tampa Bay in? I already told you, Buffalo Bills. Take it out the Buffalo Bills, man. I'll take out the Chargers because, you know, it's the Chargers. Man, come on. I know you're not they, touching they, your they, Cowboys. They, <laughs> <laughs> he had a, look, y'all. He had a smile on his face. It's almost as if I took his lollipop or something. Or I, I smacked his candy on the floor. Or better yet, you know, when you're in the club, I don't go to the club. And you step on somebody's shoes, you're like, you're dancing, popping, popping. Somebody step on your jays. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is every podcast. You got to wild out somehow, hey. some way. That's what you're doing right now. Everybody who knows me knows I. I there's no way you'll see any kind of star <laughs> of any kind, <laughs> unless it's Astros. That's it. Nothing okay. else. But anyway, you clown. But honorable mention for top five. I got to put the Baltimore Ravens in the conversation. Lamar Jackson. And the Baltimore Ravens finally beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and they've been playing pretty good football. You know, um, Tucker, he can hit from anywhere. 66-yard field goal to give them the win <laughs> last ridiculous. week. That is ridiculous. ridiculous. And the manner in which it went in, d- drama everywhere. It hits the goalpost, bounces up, and goes in. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just crazy. But that team is good, too. I got to give them some props. And in the NFC side, we talked about Kyler Murray and what he's doing. He is definitely an MVP candidate. Arizona Cardinals are playing pretty well, so they could very easily be mentioned as a top five football team as well. Yeah, I agree. The only team I'd like to mention is I don't think they're a top 10 team, but I do want to mention them because they are undefeated. And that is the Denver Broncos. You look at the Broncos, uh, the teams that they have played so far has a collective total of it's 0 and 9. So I don't think they're a good team, or at least we don't know yet. They literally beat no one. Yeah, they beat it. Literally, literally. (laughs) Um, But I am very, very happy for Teddy Bridgewater. Everything people say about him in that organization, they want to play for him. They play harder for him. I'm happy for him because after that horrific injury, he's been coming back, coming back, and this seems like a real opportunity for him to potentially guide a team to the playoffs. Yeah, we're definitely going to find out a lot more about that Denver Broncos team in the upcoming weeks. Um, my money is that they're going to, you know, come back down to earth eventually. But yes, I am happy for Teddy Bridgewater that he's playing on a team that that wants him to be, to be there and be the starting quarterback. You know, because he's he's had some some injuries in the past, and for him to get over that and be playing good football, I'm very very happy to see that. So, New Channel Sports top five. Who do we have in our five? Las Vegas Raiders, number four, we had the Dallas Cowboys. Number three, we, we took out the, the, the Chargers and put in the Tampa Bay Bucks. So they're number three. Number two, the Buffalo Bills. And number one, 
the Los Angeles Raiders. That has been our top five. All right, so let's stay with football and let's talk about the story that everybody's talking about in the football world. Tom Brady is making his return to Foxborough to go up against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick did not give Tom Brady everything he wanted in New England, so Tom Brady chunked the deuce and went to Tampa Bay, built a team around him, got A.B. to join his crew, and went on to win a championship. Now Bill Belichick is just saying, you know, hey, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't care too much about it. But Bill Belichick has made a big, big mistake. And I think this is a definitely a big-time flaw in Bill Belichick. Sometimes you just have to take a, uh, a backseat to your stars and be like, hey, what do you want? You know, because stars, I'm not even going to say star, mega stars don't grow on trees, right? Tom Brady is in the same category with Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you know, Patrick Mahomes. These are mega stars that don't grow on trees. And one day Bill Belichick is going to realize he's going to probably just wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night and just be like, <laughs> damn, what have I done? If he hasn't already done that. I don't think he's done it yet because Bill Belichick seems like the stubborn type that's not going to realize the mistake that he's made until years and years and years down the line. But I guarantee, not guarantee, I'm banging the over that once Tom Brady scores his first touchdown, he's just going to point over to Bill Belichick. Just point. It's going to be an awkward point, too. He's just going to be pointing at him, looking at him. Bill Belichick's going to be looking around, but who's he pointing at? You. Bill Belichick. That's who we're pointing at. So I can't wait to see that game when Tom Brady makes his triumphant return to New England. And, and the crowd is going to be cheering for, for Tom Brady. It's going to be like a home game for Tom Brady. Yeah. Bill Belichick will be looking around like, say, hey, I'm still here. They're like, I don't, we don't care. Tom Brady and, left and won a championship. Exactly. And that's what it's about. Um, it's going to be a good game. That's for sure. I'm definitely excited about it. Honestly, when we're talking about games were circling coming into the season for me this was number one two three four five six seven and eight because <laughs> you got it because of the history behind Dylan, 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 Dylan. <laughs> it's all of it because the history man the history is there and a guy you didn't mention and we're going to mention is Gronk. Gronk is coming back too bro Gronk's in the background nobody's really mentioned him he's coming back and what I really love about this game more than anything is it's on Sunday night football. So the whole country is watching. And not just that, it's the stadium that he basically built right at night. He's coming back and, you know, he's going to score touchdowns and all that. And it's just interesting. You mentioned it. What is he going to do? I don't think he's going to be as overt as you said and point to Bill Belichick. I don't think he's going to do that. I think it's more of. They're going to be beating them, or at least at least in his brain, they're going to be beating them so bad he may do something of that nature. <laughs> but I'll say this, because I've said this from the very jump. There is no way, no way, no how Bill Belichick is losing a game in Foxborough to Tom Brady after all that has happened, after all the reports that has come out, and after Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay and winning the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, you heard it here first, is going to win this game by hook or by crook. And I'll tell you straight up, Matt Jones, you better be ready, bro. Because if he's not playing well, I'm telling y'all, y'all going to see a grown man slapped on national television. Matt Jones I can see him saying, bullets. 
<laughs> do not embarrass me, Matt. That's a, that's a whole line of process of thinking. Do not embarrass me. I actually have the Patriots winning this game because I, I just Bill Belichick is going to prove to the world that his defense, his team, his way of thinking was the right way. And I'm telling you, man, they're going to win this game. Hey, man, you know we don't cuss on this podcast. But for me to <laughs> properly give you what Bill Belichick is going to be saying to to different parts of his team, he's going to be talking to Matt Joe and say, F- a Super Bowl. This is the biggest game <laughs> <laughs> be talking to his defense uh, he's gonna be talking to his defense that if you have to hurt him hurt him <laughs> i don't care what you do do not let him embarrass us in new england okay you're gonna see a different side of bill belichick in this game and i think you might see a different side of tom brady as well we talk about how classy tom brady is and all this other stuff we might see a straight up classless Tom Brady at this. He might just go buck. Can you imagine he does the most obscene thing ever? He scores a touchdown. He goes in the middle of the field and pretends like he's taking a piss on the logo. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that. I can see, I can see Gronk doing something really, you know, just wild. Oh, yeah, I, I can't do that. I, I can see do. Gronk doing something just uh, – What? It, remember when uh, Randy Moss mooned? The, uh, oh, Green Bay and Green and Bay. And then I think it was Joe Buck said, that is the most disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Gronk doing something like that. I can see Gronk doing something like that. And the fans just eat it up and love it. But essentially what we have here is we have Tom Brady and his, I don't know, like you have him rolling into the stadium. I equate it essentially to that chick that you let get away. She breaks up with you, whatever the case may be. And she comes back with her new dude. And not only is her new dude bigger than you, but he got more money than you. He's coming to your house. You can hear him coming from a mile away because he's got a banging stereo system in his car. And that's essentially what's happened here. Tom Brady's coming back with shiny new ring on his finger. Because, mm. you know, what, six banners hung up there? It's like, I got number seven with the Bucks. So it's it has every single thing, every piece of drama you would want. For, for football fans, for those who love new channel sports, this is like a soap opera for us. You know, like a lot of people like their soap operas and I got nothing against that. But this is a soap opera for me. This is the climax of a soap opera. And I am beyond excited. I'm so excited to watch that game. I'm excited, too. But, you know, the one thing you missed in your analogy right there as far as the the girlfriend find that new boyfriend with all the jewelry, the cars, the the money. You can already tell despite he's more well endowed than you are. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, everything. Can you just imagine though? He walks into your house, right? You know the crowd. That's the kids. That's what. The, that's what that is. He walks into your house. He he picks up your kid, <laughs> and the kid says, "I love you, daddy." He's like, "What? I'm your biological father." <laughs> That's but what Rick that's like. More gifts. What is that? But talking about me, more gifts. <laughs> oh, he got me a ring. Even though he's, they're not even Tampa Bay fans, they're just Tom Brady fans. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's basically what it's about. It's gonna be really fun to watch. None of the stuff we mentioned is probably gonna happen. None of it. This is gonna be. Yeah. It's Tom a boring, Brady, yeah, boring game. Tom Brady going up and down the field, 
scoring at will. Now, if Tom Brady's really sick, and I mean really insane in the brain, he might just not even play well on purpose. And wait till that last drive. Look at Tom, look at Bill Belichick say, now I'm gonna score. <laughs> And then take it down the field with, you know, one second left, score that last touchdown. The crowd is going wild in New England, and he's just looking at Bill Belichick. That would be hilarious. That's savage right there. Yeah, that is the definition of savage. From If that happens from now on, you know how everybody says, look in the dictionary, see the word savage. You should see Tom Brady's face just smiling. Either way, uh, whatever happens, even if it's a boring game, I'm very, very excited to see that game. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the game, too. I just want to see the reactions. and I do want to see how the crowd reacts. We already know how they're going to react, but you already know they're going to chant the man's name. You know, if Gronk scores in New England, that's going to be a big deal, too. Okay, you know he's going to spike the ball. And, you know, exactly. is this going to be all over the place? Now, if New England was somehow able... <laughs> <laughs> if New England somehow was able to pull off the victory, you have seen Bill Belichick in many Super Bowls. His demeanor has always been pretty much the same. Oh, yeah, guys, I'm happy we won. We played well. But if they win this game, you are going to see a different Bill. He's going to be jumping up and down on the sidelines, <laughs> pumping his fists. He's going to be rattling Matt Jones' helmet. That's how you f***ing play football. <laughs> no, so I, don't, I don't even see that. Uh, you, you remember when he was playing Matt Patricia and the and the Lions and he had that smug smile? And oh, he was yeah, running the clock yeah, down? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I see happen. I can see the game about to end, and he's trying to hold it in. He's trying to hold it in. He just busts out laughing. That's what I can see. Trying to hold it in, trying to hold it in, and lets it out because he can't contain his excitement. Oh, man. It's going to be very interesting to watch. I, I can't wait. So you said Sunday night football, right? Sunday night football. Oh, man. I cannot wait. All right. Enough on that. We have wasted enough time on Tom Brady's return to New England. Chris, NFL season, young season, a lot of things have happened. What is your take so far on this young NFL season? Do you have a hot take? Do you have, you know, uh, do you agree with me now that Josh Allen is going to be the MVP? Do, do you see how good he is? I mean, do you want to apologize to me? What, what do you want to talk about right now? As well, far number one, I, I absolutely can't apologize because the MVP of the NFL looks to be Matt Stafford. But I will say this. My biggest take, um, I don't think it's even a hot take, is we have a new elite quarterback, and his name is Justin Herbert. Um, he He's established himself. He can make every single throw. Uh, I believe he's established himself as an elite quarterback. I do. Tr- I truly do believe you can't become elite until you have elite performances in the playoffs. And I'm essentially saying I expect this team to make the playoffs with the way they perform because of those two good receivers. And I think one of them is great in Keenan Allen. And we already talked about that. And then I guess the bigger takeaway in saying that we have a new quarterback duel. We always talk about Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes and potentially your guy and Pat Mahomes. But Justin Herbert's right there. Justin Herbert is right there with Pat Mahomes. No, he doesn't have the flashiness. No, he doesn't look as exciting, but he gets it done. And he's only in his second season. 
And it's not just that. The bigger part of my take is, is that we talked about a little bit earlier. The Chiefs are the worst team in that division. Now, do I believe they actually are the worst team? No, but their record right now says they're the worst team. And you look at the Raiders, who we had in the top five. We look at the Chargers, who I had in the top five. I know you disagreed, but they're still there. And I think there can be a legitimate argument for them being there. And then you look at the Raiders. Oh, it's not the Raiders. It's the Broncos, who are undefeated. Yes, they haven't played a team that's won a game. But still, even within their own division, they're going to have to start winning some games. They already lost on the road to the Chargers. So now all of a sudden, those division games for the Chiefs become big deals. So now you're playing the Broncos, who already had a hot start. Now they feel that they can beat you. You got to shut that down. You're going to play the Raiders. They're going to feel like they can beat you. You got to shut that down. Their season looks like it's going to be exponentially harder than I thought it was going to be. And that is a surprise to me. But the Chiefs don't miss the playoffs, though. No, there's no way they miss the playoffs. There's no way? <laughs> there's well, no way. They better get on track now because, like you said, their their schedule does get harder. They're going to be playing a, a lot of good teams down the stretch. Within this next three or four game span, they, they better get above 500. Or else it's going to be very, very difficult for me personally to see them going to the playoffs, especially because they're making – mistakes on the football field it's not like they're they're playing real good and it's been a, a back and forth game they've been beating themselves so they have to solve that problem first so that they can make that run down the stretch because their schedule just gets harder now as far as my take on this season i, I just want to talk about this team because we have not talked about this team all podcast and this has been a team that has been for the past couple of years mentioned as that team that's going to take that next step get to the playoffs, beat the Chiefs, and find their way to a Super Bowl. You know what team I'm talking about, Chris? I think you do. I, I really don't know. The Cleveland truly... Browns. The Cleveland oh, wow. Browns. I thought you were right? talking about the Bills. I was like, you really no, don't No, no, no. I mean, people don't talk about the Bills the way I do. People <laughs> yeah. talk about Cleveland like each year, like, okay, this is going to be the year they're going to step it up. Now, the Cleveland Browns are 2-1. and one. They beat the Texans, and I can't remember who else they've beaten, but they've looked solid. Let me put it that way. Um, Baker Mayfield has not lit the world on fire, but he hasn't made those big-time mistakes either that he's made in the past. The defense looks solid. The running game well, looks solid. Week one solid. he did. Let's be real. Week no, one. No, no, week one, week he, one. But I'm, I'm talking on average. I'm, okay, on, on average, though, I mean, he's he's been all right on average. But yeah. looking at that team right now and where they stand, they got to get on track soon because they're 2-1, they're and one, but they're going to have some really tough opponents down the line. And I think that if they don't start to have it, start to make it click soon, they are not mentally capable of getting themselves out of a hole. That's what I've seen so far. So I just want to touch on the Cleveland Browns a little bit because that's a team that people talk about year in and year out as being that team that's going to take that next step. And I I haven't really seen it yet. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen it yet. It's a young season, though. They remind me of the Texans during the Matt Schaub years where everyone around the league knew they were good and everybody was just waiting for them to finally put a season together and have it all come to happen. Yeah, that did technically happen for the Texans. I think they had a 12-4 and four season or something of that nature. And I think something similar can happen for the Browns. So I think it, it is it is appropriate that at least mention them, and I'm glad you did. Um, and they have all the tools there. They have the best running game in the NFL by a country mile. It's not even close. Nick right. Chubb and what – and 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 what's his name? West um, are phenomenal. Um, just an absolutely. I said West. His name's Cream Hunt. I don't know where I got West from, bro. <laughs> like, but Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb are amazing. 
They got uh, Odell Beckham Jr. back. The defense is amazing. Yeah, they, they have everything to be a great team. And one more take I have on this young NFL season. Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, they better get it going quick, too. Oh, that's, that was going to be my take. Really? That was going to be my take. It oh. was going to be not so much Russell Wilson. I was going to mention Russell Wilson, and I was going to mention Matt Ryan. And I was going to say, if the season continues to go the way it's looking, they both may be in different places at the end of the season. Yeah, Russell Wilson on their team, Matt Ryan at his home. So I don't know. Matt Ryan is playing terrible. Matt Ryan is not playing good football. I don't no, think you're anybody, right, but I, I, but I'll be honest with you. There are some teams that can use a Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan is just no. he's languishing there in Atlanta. He's I mean, come on, now, let's been, be real, man. He knows he can't, he doesn't have a chance of winning. He knows he has no chance. He's been playing. I'm bad. sorry. When you're his age, he's been playing bad since last year, bro. It's not like he's been. He's I think his team is not good. His team's not good. I think if you put him in a situation similar to what we saw, we've seen with Matthew Stafford. I think people are saying, "Oh, Matt, we did call him Matty Ice for a reason." No, 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 no. Mm-mm, he's done. <laughs> you're not <laughs> buying. Not buying it at all. Like, you're trying to give me the chips. I'm just smacking them away. No. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want any part of Matt Ryan. That's not the poop on his career. He's had a really good career. He has been a, you know, top five, top three quarterback at some points in his career. But right now, I just haven't seen it. He has played really bad football. On the other side of the equation, I, I bring up Russell Wilson and Seattle because they had all this – not all of it, because his is kind of less than what we saw with Aaron Rodgers and other quarterbacks. But he had a, a kind of butt-heading with the organization. Um, he wanted more involvement in the offense. He wanted to pass the ball around, which he has, but it has not um, resulted in, in the wins that they've wanted. They should have beat Tennessee. I'll tell you that right now. They should have beat Tennessee. They, they yeah. let them hang around in that game. Um, Derrick Henry went off in that game. And then they, they lost to Minnesota last week. I still think there's hope for that team. But even though there's hope for that team, they're not playing for hope. They're playing as if they're a team that should be mentioned as Super Bowl contenders. And right now, I just don't see that. I, I, I think they might sneak into the playoffs again and maybe lose in the first round. That's what I'm seeing right now. But based on everything that's been going on so far, I, I think that you don't press the panic button yet. I, I, it's early for a lot of teams. You don't press that panic button yet. But I do think that your hand is above it. And, and that eventually, early on, you might have to press that panic button for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Is that the only take you had, Chris? That's it? Yeah, man. It's a good show. I mean, you know how we try to do. We try to bring bring it. You know, I, I, you know, I carry you, Pippin. You know how I do. Hey, man, it's nothing wrong being called Scotty Pippin, bro. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have no problem. Nothing being wrong called Michael Jordan either. You know, they call oh, no. You're, Michael you're, Jordan, you're Tony, the podcast. You're Tony Kukoc. You're Tony Kukoc. Well, that's why Pippin was on the bench. That's why Pippin was so mad when he was on the bench that one <laughs> yeah. game. You know, I, I set that up because I knew you were going to go there. I let you have that. I really did set you up. I threw the lob, and I give you a credit. You laid it in. I dunked that. I dunked no, you ain't dunk it. You laid I it in. I dunked it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if this is your absolute first time listening to the one and only O'Any and the phenomenal one, Chris, on the New Channel Sports Podcast, do us a favor and subscribe. We try to bring it every single night. They call us the, the Russell Westbrook of podcasts because we're going to bring it every single day, no matter what. So, 
Try to subscribe to our podcast. Don't try. Just, just subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on our social media as well. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Check us out there. We're also on Afro Vibes TV. Download the Roku app. Then go to Afro Vibes TV and check us out there. New channel sports. We're also on the podcast network um, associated with the lead. We're going to be downloading episodes there every Saturday. Check us out there as well. Um, yeah, it's called the Leeds Podcast Network. Go to our website, newchannelsports.net. New channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. And you can also subscribe there. Um, did I miss anything, Chris? Is that it? Nah, man, you got it. All right. We really appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Um, until next time, we're out. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.